They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to episode 130. Is that correct? 29. Also, One, you get a number for it's One more. Xavier Rhodes with the Vikings. Nice. Back in the uh, back in the prime, I would say. Oh yeah, that was for sure his prime. <sighs> well, it's good to know that we're getting guys in their prime and other teams. Yep. Aren't, so yeah, we definitely got rid of him at the right time. Carolina Panthers. Adam Thielen not in his prime anymore. No. But he does he does think that they can win a Super Bowl, which is one of the most absurd comments I've ever heard in my life. He said the two reasons he's excited to go to the Panthers because he thinks they can win a Super Bowl and Andy Dalton. Mm hmm. Andy Dalton was the reason he chose them. <laughs> the fucking red rifle. <laughs> I mean, that couldn't be farther from I, the truth. I don't know what he's smoking, but I would love to have some of it on the golf course. Imagine how his body Blind feels. Blind confidence. He's got to be smoking something. Imagine yep. how his body feels. Been getting banged up in the NFL for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, a lot to unpack in this episode. We're going to finally relieve you guys. The blue balls have been hot. <laughs> They've been bursting at the seams. You were walking lately. around like Steve Marsh and in the and goddamn, I was going to say in the Cartmans in South Park. Steve Marsh bouncing around on his balls like one of those <laughs> giant bouncy ball things. Yeah, uh, we've had people who have just exited out of the podcast because we yeah. haven't told them the club yeah, deal we, yet. We had a guy literally DM us say like, when you guys said that you weren't telling us the club deal, I turned the podcast off. Gone. Then he messaged back. He said, hey, I, I actually listened to the rest of it. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy your guys. And you're going to enjoy it even more. Tyler, let him know. Our new club sponsor is PXG, baby. It was it was pretty obvious if you're watching the video. They're right fucking behind us. Let's fucking go. We dude. did it, Ryan. Cheers, cheers brother. Cheers to that. I'll cheers Hell to yeah. Celsius on your coffee. Um, crazy, crazy coincidence. Back in the day, before Ryan and I had any fucking clue what we were doing, before we really had any success, I tried to do a video that I thought would get a lot of views. I had some old ping clubs that said P5G on them, and I took a label maker and printed off a bunch of X's, and I put X's over the fives <laughs> on those clubs to try and manifest the day I would have PXGs, and here we are. We're sitting here. We got PXGs behind us. We've swung them. We love them. And we're very excited to be a part of it. And we're excited to have them in our bags. The other part of uh, kind of manifesting all of this together is we had a clip come out. This is probably four or five months ago about how golf commercials just aren't the same as they used to be. Yeah. Um, golf commercials used to be, they used to be electric. It was like something that people these days would probably set their phone down for mm -hmm. and actually tune in to that type of commercial. And we had noted in that clip that the one company that is starting to do that, starting to get back to old school golf commercials, starting to get back to now introducing yeah. the gen, the new Gen 5 drive, like the old school talk like that is exactly what they're emulating. Well, their their slogan for the driver is just kaboom. <laughs> I fucking love that. Hell yeah. So it, uh, yeah, I mean, it's signed, sealed, delivered. It is. Um, and ink is dry, baby. Sorry for all the blue balling, guys. I know. I know. Litigation. Legality yeah. reasons. We had to wait till some things had been put in place, and uh, we made it happen. But 
So this you, is massive for us, Tyler. It is huge. I'm very excited. So basically, we're co-workers with Joel Damon now, Nick Jonas. I'm still trying to figure out where more my cubicle is going to be. Right. Honestly, I hope my cubicle is next to to Darius Rucker and Rob Riggles. Yes. Um, or maybe we even get an office. Yeah. You know, that Who would knows? be sweet. Maybe we could have conjoining offices with. Matt- yeah, we have one door right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like, a <laughs> like a hotel, hotel room. It's a hotel. <laughs> um, no, but this is this is really cool because we've seen some of the other people who represent the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're going to bring a different light to the PXG brand that maybe some other people ha- have, uh, you know, have not, if you will. Right. Yeah. Like one of my initial like worries, right? When when three, four five years ago, PXG was like, you can't get those unless you're like country club super rich guy yeah and that that's now that we've been working with them and we've been talking to them in the last few years they've they've tried to change that and we've realized that it's actually true like they have really good club deals and the the commercials are not the snobby commercials yep like that they're more of a fun brand which is i think fits us pretty well no i'd agree and and uh to piggyback off that too like their um their one-year-old two-year-old technology which is still really solid um you look at all these golf brands, their one, two, three-year-old technology is still really good, comparatively mm-hmm. speaking. Um, and the deals that they run on their even one-year-old technology are insane. Yeah, they're really, really good. And then to add on top of that, uh, one thing that's important to me with Grandpa Dave, obviously a huge part of this podcast and yeah. a huge part of my life, they support the shit out of veterans. So lots and lots of veteran yes. deals. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Parsons, the owner, creator of PXG, he's a veteran. So is Grandpa Dave. And so I think that was really one of a huge selling points for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want to work with these guys because they support the shit out of the veterans. And yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's cool. Uh, yeah. Bob Parsons, uh, founder of GoDaddy, mm-hmm. um, got out of GoDaddy. And then he, he just had this he had this idea. He wants to start his own golf brand. Right. So PXG Parsons Extreme Golf. Um, a lot of it is like military. uh military base so mm-hmm. you'll see on the putter there's like a like a skull on there with the number 26, 26. Yep. which i believe and I, I i until we can you know really get down to the nitty-gritty of the brand itself i i believe uh, it was his his rifle company yes was number 26 yep and then um, i mean there could be some fine details wrong there but essentially that's i think why yeah so you start to figure out those little details and like why there's a skull and like i have the spitfire putter and yep. you have like the health, uh, the well, health. My, my putter is called the bat attack because it looks like Batman's cowl. And that Perfect. is the only reason I picked it. Hit one it's putt, gone. The fucking, the the superhero nerd me is like, mm, I don't need to see the rest of them. I want the Batman one, please. <laughs> Done. Deal. I did sink five putts in a row with it, so. Yeah, so um, that's what it is, guys. We're, uh, we're excited for the opportunities that this opens up for us. Obviously, um, you got guys like Joel Damon and some other uh, YouTube social media creators busted Jack, been a fan of theirs for a while yep. now. Yep. PXG guys, um, and obviously, you know, we're not going to be shoot. We're not shooting seventies, low eighties every round like some of these guys. But um, we're your we're your typical golfers who can swing PXGs, swing shoot better scores, and still have a good time like we always do on the course. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been swinging them for years, like I said. So. With a little help of a label maker. Yeah, like I had a label maker, so I had PXG. So I've, I've been a fan forever. And that's all we're going to give you today. Um, <laughs> we, we, Like I said, this just happened. It just got signed, sealed, delivered. So we're as we get more into the depths of things um, and, and working with them, 
we'll start to bring you some more some more heat yeah. with what uh, what PXG has has to offer. Yeah, it's going to allow us to do a lot of cool other a lot of other cool things too. So stay tuned for that. I love it. I'm. I, I mean, God, I wish we could have. I, mean, <laughs> bro- I wish we could have broke this news about an hour earlier. But we've been sitting here waiting for Jake for oh, over an hour. Explain. Over an hour. We mm-hmm. you you used to we never let you off the hook for being late before, Jake. You had a nice little <laughs> stretch there. I know. But I did back really to good. ground zero. You it was like it was built up. Like you were on time so many times in a row, you just had to build it up for one massive lateness. I know. I know. And it wasn't that you were just caught up in traffic you were dead fucking asleep uh, and you cannot say otherwise i was i 100 percent was i saw my phone i was laying in bed i said oh shit, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> i mean there was there was no ifs and or buts about it i hopped up out of bed and scurried on here all i know is trevor has got his eyes on that fucking chair <laughs> yes sir and if you want to keep it no more of this hour late shit all right. jake all right well, I got to sign off on Trevor getting that chair first. What? I, well, I mean, we don't have any other options if we get rid of Jake. I mean, well, yeah, I got. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get rid of both yeah. of them for fuck's sake. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I was here Trevor early. was here 15 minutes early. Yeah, come on, man. It's like, nah, you're done, too. Sorry. Also, Trevor, late. welcome to the team full time, my guy. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, Trevor, you got you got a PXG. You got a PXG putter. Yep. You like it? Called the Hellcat. Yep. Hellcat. Hellcat. Um, so that's that, guys. Uh, and. In other news, Tyler, I officially have a pine to palm caddy. Oh, really? I do. Whoa. Let's hear it. Well, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Why? I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Dude, we just got <laughs> done blue balling people. I know. So now we're right back at it. Ooh. You got a little relief, um, and now I'm going to do it again to you. What the fuck? I know. Wait, why? Is it Lucas? Don't, don't even. No, it's not. Um, he, I, he's already got. An, he's already got a guy. Oh yeah. Brian, did you just did you just like bribe Grandpa Dave out from underneath Tyler? Grandpa Dave can be. I think he can be bought right now. No, there's zero mm. chance. <laughs> Maybe blood is thicker than money. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out when I should tell you, or if I should just wait till August Jesus to, for the reveal. That's about, an unnecessary long blue ball. Okay, well for uh, for sure gonna. I'm for sure gonna wait one week. Okay, I can handle one. Maybe week one wait. month. Maybe six months. We'll see. Is um, it but someone I've, cool? I think you'll enjoy him. Oh, uh, so it's a guy. Hmm. It's me. Yeah, it's not Meg. It's not my wife. Um, <laughs> no, I thought maybe like there's 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 a lot of people it could be. Well, I could have went with the uh, I could have went with the uh, the old the old Tom move. My my match play nemesis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just, uh, just stick, I could just stick my wife on the bag and just be like, hey, I'll get you uh, get you a couple mixed drinks. You just have a day, mm-hmm. get some sunscreen on, and um, you know, today you're on PTO. You're on vacation. Day. I mean, it works for him. So, Tyler. I, I lost that match myself. He didn't beat me. No. <laughs> I beat his myself. His wife kept him calm. He, he could have beat, beat himself me. too, but his wife kept him calm. Should have started hitting on his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have really got to his head. Well, you'd have shanked that too. Ooh. <laughs> um, anyways, now in other news also, we're looking to buy a golf cart. Yes. This, we are this in is the, the market, year. baby. Hey, look at the fucking moves that we're making. Unbelievable. Tyler. This, this is, is so exciting. I wish there wasn't seven feet of fucking snow outside still. Yep. There's mm-hmm. a lot of snow right now. It's not it's not doing the mental well. Dude, I had a memory pop up today. One year ago today, there wasn't a lick of snow. There was puddles everywhere. 
and, and there was like signs of green starting in the grass. Yeah. And now we're like, we're, we're in a storm warning tonight, aren't we? Yeah. T- tonight and tomorrow morning. Fuck so, off, nature. Oh Snowblower's out again. Mm. Um, yeah. 2020, March 9th of 2020, we had shot our first video, which happened to be first, like, uh, uh, what was that video at Leonard called? First time golfing. For, uh, well, first, uh, first round of the year. First round of the year. Shit. First round of the year. March 9th, 2020. So we're well past that. And we have a lot more snow on the ground mm. to get rid of. <laughs> and then we're going to flood. And then there's going to be holes that aren't playable at certain courses. Mm-hmm. So it's like you mm-hmm. got to play 16 holes instead of 18. And then par fours get cut into par. It's just this whole ordeal that we're having to deal with now. And we're going to have to drive west. We gotta get away from the river if we want to golf early. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll f- we'll figure something out. I got a couple courses in Nebraska I'd like to hit. Oh, yeah. uh, one of them's mm-hmm. called one of them's in Valentine. I believe it's like three hundred bucks a round, but it's one of those courses that Whoa. it's like we huh? like to have the op- I don't even think you can just go book a tea time. And I I honestly I think it's called the Prairie. I thought you said it was called Valentine. It's in Valentine, oh. Nebraska. Um, <laughs> but. I don't think it's a course you can just book a tea time. I think you actually have to like submit an application to do that. And for Jesus. some reason, the appeal of just having to submit an application to play a course makes it so much better. See, to me, that is a deterrent. Really? I don't want to no. fill anything. Even with autofill, I don't want to take the time to do that. Let you me... have to do it for master's tickets. You'd love to go to the master's. Yeah, that's different than Valentine. Nebraska. It, but again, I mean, look at <laughs> it's Augusta. Tyler, yeah. Tyler, think about uh, think about Payne's Valley. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you had to submit an application to golf there, would you? Again, I know what Payne's Valley is. This is the first time I'm hearing about Valentine, Nebraska. Jake, correct me if I'm wrong. You're looking at it right now. It's I pretty am. sick, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty sweet. They have three courses there. They got the dunes course, the pines course and the horse course. The horse, horse course. course. The horse Ooh. course. Hell yeah. Horse only. Uh, <laughs> it, it honestly, yeah, I think you're right, Ryan. However, you can get, uh, so yeah, it's membership only. You can't just buy a one off tea time. And if you want to golf there, from what it looks like, it looks like you have to stay the night. Like, they that's a, only. That's a lot of commitments. That is, yeah. Okay, yeah. that is a lot the of membership. You literally said you think membership should be outlawed. No. I, that's why I just said like this is this is we can cross this one off the list. Okay, because <laughs> I, I well number one I I don't know if I want to stay there. Yeah, I just want to go down and golf. So and then drive back. What do you? Well, no, do we with, can hit other courses on the way. What is your process when you're trying to find a course to golf at? Because we just did a lot of hunting for golf courses for Miles's bachelor party. Yeah, like what what do you look for? Because you and I clearly had different processes because we kind of looked at it together. Yep. And like you'd find one, I'd find one. And then we had different reasonings for picking the courses we did. Uh, I mean, obviously, you got to start out with a quick Google store, Google search. Yeah. Um, golf cor- public golf courses in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. You get a whole list of pop up. And then you start another browser. So mm-hmm. you pull that one off to the side and you go one by one by one. If you have a price range, I think you can enter that in on Google. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure. But um, I start out simple. I go straight Google search. I pull that window over and then I start another one. And I start going into each course's website. Mm-hmm. The cover photo, the featured hole, which that that's typically what it is. It's the cover photo yep. is a featured hole. Um, that's huge for me. Now I understand it's a lot like I understand it's a lot like uh 
homes for sale on Zillow, like the photos mm-hmm. look a lot better than mm-hmm. it probably is in yeah. real life. Like it's the it's the golden hour sunset photo that they're gonna put front and center to try and draw mm-hmm. you in. Now that's great and all, but um what it comes down to next is how easy it is to book a tea time. Like if there's a big ass button damn near on every scroll saying book a tea time, I'm like, okay, well let's book it. Let's try and book a tea time. Let's mm-hmm. see what the prices are. Cause typically they don't what break. If, what if after you press book a tea time, <laughs> it makes you fill out an application. Depends. It depends. I mean, <laughs> nope. but then I know, but nope. then I know the course is probably pretty sweet. Yeah. If it's, mm-hmm. if it's, I mean, if they're making you go to those lengths, like they, take pride in their course and what it has to offer so a lot of these courses don't have their rates on their website you have to actually go in to book a tea time yeah, to see the rates that's, that's big for me i can't tell you the amount of times i've clicked into book a tea time and immediately clicked out when i see like 200 250 yeah. whatever I'm like, okay mm-hmm. we can maybe find something find something a little bit better um but then Google reviews is also huge. And I didn't know this until you started doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think you could save yourself a lot of research time by hitting your Google search, clicking the first course or something that looks cool and going straight to the reviews. Because these people will tell you exactly what you need to know. Right. So that's that's my I don't even look at the cover photo anymore because I know no golf course is going to put a shitty photo up. Correct. They're going to like I've yeah. I've found courses online. Where the photo isn't even from that fucking course. It's just a stock <laughs> golf photo that they decided to throw up next to their profile thing on Google. Yeah. So first thing I do is I'm straight to the reviews. And you cannot trust ones that are overly praising the course. Yep. And they're like, this is the most amazing course. And they list every possible feature and say it's A+. That's a bot. You got to find the guys like took my son here for his 18th birthday course in great condition. People at the front desk were nice. Like those are the ones you need to trust. Those, yeah. That's a real review. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that for prices, there's like a ton of golf pages that will just list them for you. Okay. So like if, if you have like the multiple windows thing up, like golf now is one I'm pretty sure yep. Yep. that you'll, you'll type in an area on the website and then it'll show you the rates for all those courses so then you can eliminate it before even getting to the booking yeah it would be kind of sweet to like you know zillow you're shopping for homes and shit like that you've got the map view and it'll say like four hundred and seventy thousand two hundred yeah that would be nice that would be nice to have like on the red pin of where Mm -hmm. that place is located Mm -hmm. to have the price right on that like they do on zillow yeah maybe someone should make that into an app well and the thing is there's gotta be one Golf courses right? take no. golf courses take no pride in their websites. That's no. true. Like even the nicest ones are kind of dog. Well, shit. like they can. There's a lot of the nice ones will at least look nice, but they are just not user friendly whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to scroll into the. I need to go to the about, and then I need to go to course details, and then there's like a tiny little link at the bottom that's like book your tea time now. You know what they should have? They should have a grass condition, like a grass condition meter. Mm. Um, and this is like a third party. I want a live cam, like random news stations that'll throw a live yeah. cam on a yeah. fucking baby giraffe or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you can like real time Google Earth it. Yeah. But I think a grass meter of like, you know, you have one side, it's like poor conditions. One side is like best condition. So you're going to Arizona. The best time for grass is like February and March, which is reseeding mm-hmm. season for them. Mm-hmm. Um and this is a third party person who uh, it has 
the course dictates none of it because obviously going to be biased. Our grass is in great condition, even though our tee boxes are dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would help a lot too, because going on to Arizona, we had the idea that the grass was going to be in really good condition and the green on number one was not great. Greens were tough <laughs> actually. Yeah. And it got me a little bit worried because I'm the one who picked that course for eight other guys. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And like that one, perfect example. Reviews were spot on. They were. The reviews said course is pretty nice. Pace of play was not. Yeah. Everyone was like, the, the course is really fun. Yada, yada, yada. Pace of play is atrocious. Jesus. And then we played for six hours and we had fun on the course. <laughs> spot on. Yeah. Yep. I think a big thing, too, is like read the like three and four star reviews mm-hmm. three and four star reviews even on like amazon people will figure out those are those are the truth yeah um do you remember when we read our podcast reviews back in the day yeah the most frustrating thing in the world <laughs> is the guys there was two guys that gave us one star each and then glowing reviews what the? they just didn't understand the assignment whatsoever they're like I thought that these guys like like the the cheap like local stuff, right? Yep. I'll give them a one star because of that, and I think that's what they'd want. And they're like, "We love the podcast." I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> our business, our business. We give us the five, please. <laughs> well, I think it's like an inverse thing where yeah. like people people look at number one as being the top of a lot of things, yeah. and they look at five as being the worst. So. Maybe it's someone who's never given a, a a Google like a review of any sort, and it's like. These guys are number one. I'm going to give them a one star. <laughs> well, it's not going to help us out much with no, one star, but I appreciate the words, though. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, so, yeah, we got to find uh, there's a couple courses that we have in mind that we want to play this summer. Blueberry Pines being one of them. Yeah. I, Monaga, Minnesota. Gorgeous course. I've actually never heard of it until you had mentioned it. Yeah. Which is great. also a great thing is like there's people out there. That know of courses that you don't. So when mm-hmm. you start talking mm-hmm. golf with someone, kind of start to dig in, be like, ah, what's the favorite course? What's the course you've only played once, but you wish you could play again? Yeah, that's like one of my favorite DMs we get. Like, hey, I'm headed to this area. And most of the time, I'm like, I don't fucking know that area, so I can't help <laughs> yeah. you. But if I do, like, hey, I'm headed to this area. What are some good courses to play? I love answering that. I'm like, all right, well, tell me your budget. Tell me how many people. Tell me what you're looking for in a course. And it's, I get geeked out like... It's, I think it's dad mode because I've all of a sudden in my life started to love planning vacations and planning shit like that. Yeah. So when people ask me for that, I, I love doing that. So like if someone's coming to like upper western Minnesota, I got you. There are some phenomenal courses in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Hidden mm-hmm. gems in the north. Yep. Yes. They're all buried in like tall ass pines. Yep. They, they do a really good job. Yep. Yep. So we got a couple courses planned this summer. Um, on another note, Tyler, so many, um, uh, we got to talk cart. Yeah, we got to talk the golf cart. So we're looking for a golf cart. And what I didn't realize is how fucking expensive golf carts are. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, I mean, I could buy a decent car for the price Mm -hmm. of some of these golf carts and my car can go 120 miles an hour. Not that I'd ever go that fast, (laughs) but these golf carts only go like 15. Yeah, so why am I paying if, ten grand for a golf cart? I mean, if we own the thing, we can take the governor off. That is very. They true. can go faster than that. They that just very they true. all have governors on them. Okay. Um, well, step number one: take the govy off. See ya. Step number two: get some sick rims on it. <laughs> Spinners. <laughs> step number three: wrap it in some kind of cool wrap. I don't. I don't know. Um. Jake said flames earlier. I think flames are sick. 
I was no. thinking more maybe lightning bolts. <laughs> racing Harry strips. Potter yeah. lightning racing bolts. Strips. Yeah, we just have glasses around the headlights and then a lightning scar right in between them. Or like the the movie Cars, you could do you could wrap it. Um, lightning I, McQueen. How about yeah, like McQueen. all of the really really cool people in the world? We should put eyelashes above the headlights. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. that's so sweet. Gosh. Wow, we should we should buy some <laughs> truck nuts for it too. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um. Yeah, golf carts need to be. Well, I guess I can't say they need to be cheaper because I don't know. Like, I don't know Me what I was into making. A, I don't know what a brand new golf cart costs. But but if kinda, any, anyone selling a golf cart and wants to bring it to us in Fargo, North Dakota, we can talk business in the DMs. And it's I'll, got yeah. Our only stipulation: it has to be electric for audio purposes, and mm-hmm. it's got to run. It's got to run. Yeah, it, it has to work <laughs> and be electric. And fill the tires up before you get here. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of golf carts, Tyler, I have not told you this story yet. I was actually going to tell you like a month ago, and I forgot. Why do you keep blue balling me, man? Uh, I almost got scammed into buying a golf cart. What? <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace. No, not even on Facebook Marketplace. On someone's Facebook post. Wait, really? What? So you guys need to be careful. And... A majority of the time, it's going to be fine. You probably know the person and it's the sale goes through, whatever. Anyway, um, my mom actually showed me this. She's like, hey, <laughs> the old principal from the middle school is he's moving. I don't know. It's like an estate sale or something. And he's got all this stuff for sale. It's like two four wheelers, a golf cart, um, all this furniture, all this kind of stuff. He's got like photos of it and he's got a price like price breakdown in the in the caption so immediately, I care nothing about anything else except for the golf cart. So I go to that, and I'm like, holy shit. It's got like a Texas A&M logo on it. I'm like, okay, maybe he's just a Texas A&M fan. And I don't know, maybe he doesn't live by a golf course anymore or where he's moving, so he's just trying to get rid of it. Anyway, the golf cart's listed for $1,200. And Which we I found out that like, is dirt cheap. Dirt cheap, like you could maybe get a 1970s or 80s model for $1,200. Yep. So I'm like, well, shit, mom, can you send him a message and be like, hey, what year is this golf cart? Is there anything wrong with it? And has somebody already bought it? Mm-hmm. So she gets gets info back. It's a, it's a, I believe it's a 2021 easy go for $1,200. <laughs> no one's bought it yet. It's still for sale and it runs perfectly. I'm like, okay, well, we need to buy this because whether or not I keep this or not, if I don't want to keep it, I'm going to sell it for like eight grand more because I researching golf carts. I now know the price of it. (laughs) Um, And he, this person messages back saying, um, yeah, there's actually, there's actually one more guy that, that uh, just messaged and said that he, um, he was interested in buying it. So if you want to hold your spot, you can cash app or sell $1,200 right now and I'll keep it for you. And my mom's like, well, and I'm like, well, we got to get him on this guy on the phone to make sure like we can come look at it and drive it, whatever. And she messages him saying, hey, is there a good time to stop by where we can check this thing out? And he goes, well, I'm actually out of town. I don't have any service. How are you texting, buddy? So how are you on Facebook Messenger then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the Cash App or Zelle, the $1,200 mm-hmm. to hold your spot, I'm like, this guy is 70 years old. He's yeah, not he's Cash, not using cash App or Zelling anybody. What is Zelle? <laughs> 
It's like U.S. banks for yeah. cash app. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's a money transferring app. So not at, sponsors. At nope. that point, I knew that this was a complete scam. I actually I took my mom's phone. I looked at the messages, and there was like an an LOL in there, and I'm like. <laughs> 70 years old the guy's not loling and this guy's not using using cash app or zell and he's probably not a texas a&m fan no nope. so putting all that together i was this fucking close to losing 1200 dollars mm-hmm. on this golf cart i thought i could i could just resell it the next day for a huge profit um first so mistake. be careful out there yes oh and then i go back and look at all the shit he's selling i mean they're not his. These pictures are ripped straight from Google. But my my excitement and enthusiasm took over, and I didn't even pay attention to all that shit. Um, he's also selling two four-wheelers for like two grand each. Jesus. And they were like 2018, 2019s. I'm like, okay, well, we'll take the, the two four-wheelers and the mm-hmm. golf cart if they're still... Oh, yeah, still available. But, but wait, I got one more. I got a guy who just messaged and said he's interested <laughs> in all three, so make sure you, 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 you cash app... Almost got scammed for a lot of money. Dude, first mistake. And don't take this as an insult in any way, Carla. How old is your mom? 52. Can't trust boomers to be negotiating deals online. But luckily I was... <laughs> you absolutely cannot do that. No, I know, but luckily I was there. I know. Too. Like yeah. If you weren't and your mom wanted a golf cart, she got scammed. But she would have asked me first. Which is good. That's, yes. that's very smart of her to check with her millennial son to yes. make sure everything's legit because we understand the internet is just out to get you. Big time. Yeah. Um, so luckily I was, I mean, and even if I wasn't there, she'd ask me like, hey, is this a good deal for this mm-hmm. golf? Yeah, buy it yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have cash at Brazil. Don't buy it. <laughs> don't ever buy it. Delete, just delete the messages. Yep. And the post, I believe, it looks a couple weeks ago, the post is still up. So, you this gotta guy, report that shit. Save somebody else twelve hundred bucks. So this guy, his Facebook got hacked. His password probably got changed, and he's he can't get in anymore. Mm. So, so is he even moving? No, probably not. <laughs> Your poor middle school principal is just getting going through it right now. I know. And Tyler, the only thing I was thinking about was like, if I can show up to work on Monday. This was Super Bowl weekend. It was actually like an hour before the Super Bowl. I'm like, if I can show up on money on on Monday. And tell these guys I got a golf cart for twelve hundred bucks. How fucking jacked are they going to be? You'd, you'd have been the hero of the office. I know. And again, my excitement took over. Uh, the blinders went on. I didn't even think twice <laughs> until the cash app or Zell comment. Yeah. So be careful out there. Make sure you can. If he would have said Venmo, would that have changed things? Because I feel like that one is a little more common. It would have made me a little less suspicious but i still would have been suspicious mm-hmm. because of this guy's age right yeah. and you can send money straight through facebook i've done that on marketplace yeah, yeah but they there's like facebook protection the reason why they do it on zell is because zell you can send as like this is a non-business thing so there's no mm. return it's not mm-hmm. if it's insured or whatever that's why they always choose zell or cash app is because you can't like yeah get your money back by disputing it sure yep well I'm glad you didn't get scammed, Ryan. Because I know, man. Gone, you show up with a cart, you're a hero. You show up $1,200 <laughs> less, you're a fucking zero. No, it probably would have been like four grand less because of the two four wheelers I was also trying to buy. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, if you're going to buy something on Marketplace, get a hold of the person, talk to them straight on the phone, mm-hmm. and then you got to go. See, I mean, you have to go see it before get you a vibe send any for the money. person. And if they're like, hey, I got this other guy in, the, in on the deal, like, doesn't matter. Did I ever tell you about the time? 
on Facebook Marketplace. I sold my truck to a Nazi. What? You have. Huh? Tell, yeah. tell us again. Okay, so I had an old, old beater truck. Um, the leaf spring was completely rusted out, and I had it held together with a leather belt. I don't know what that is. Um, it's a big thing underneath the truck. It's okay. it's important, but not make or break important. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I only list this thing for a grand. And I'm in, in Moorhead, Minnesota, and a guy wants to come drive an hour to come get it. Wants just wants to buy the truck, check it out, and possibly buy it. And he said, 800 bucks cash. And I was like, done deal. Yours. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, is this your Ford? No. This oh, is this a, is a different. Okay. This okay. is like a 2001 Chevy. Okay. I was going to say $1,000 and he's trying to negotiate to 800 it was, I was basically just selling the engine because gotcha. the body was so rusted that he, you weren't going to be able to save it. Gotcha. So he drives an hour and a half to get here or an hour, hour and change to get to, to get to my house. He checks it out. He likes it. I'm like, all right, you can have it. Great. We do the bill of sale. I shake his hand. And on his hand is an eagle and a swastika tattoo right, <laughs> oh right in between his thumb and his forefinger. You can you just have it. You can have it. I was like, <laughs> you can have the truck. Here's the keys. I don't lose my address. Lose, just lose like, my number. <laughs> I don't want to see you again. This it, is not my house. I didn't say shit because I, I am not going to end the sale after this Nazi <laughs> drove an hour to come get this truck. And so I was like, all right, that's good, great to meet you. He takes the truck, started driving away. About a half hour later, he calls me. He's like, hey, your checkbook's in here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> you want to come meet me? I'll give you your checkbook back. You want to come meet me for a coffee well, down the street real quick? <laughs> and so I drive out to meet him. He gives me my checkbook. I notice another swastika under his ear. And he's like, hey, yeah, that could have been really bad. You know, I've been trying to change my ways lately. So I figured I'd call you back and give you your checkbook. Ooh. And so good either, on that guy. Yeah, either he was truly trying to change his ways mm -hmm. and be a good guy or the fact that I am six foot tall, blonde haired and blue eyed <laughs> is the reason that he gave me my fucking checkbook back. You're the epitome of the Aryan race. Yeah, I'm I am textbook. <laughs> You're fine, buddy. In in forties Germany. So Hoof da. Um that, that was the time I I sold my truck to a Nazi. Facebook Marketplace is such a it's a wild thing. Oh yeah, I, yes. I don't I don't do it. I I don't sell anything on Facebook Marketplace anymore. I'd much rather just throw something away. Really? No, I'll, I'll make a few bucks. I'm Becca not, is fucking. My wife is selling things on Facebook Marketplace for like three dollars. Like, hey, I got this shitty vase. You want it? Three bucks. Come pick it up. Like, stop inviting people to our house for three dollar vases. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like having to meet up with somebody, I'm like, I just I don't want to take the time to do that. Yeah. Um. I've been looking a lot on Marketplace for like people selling golf clubs that don't know what they're actually selling. Mm. So I've been big into the Scotty Cameron market lately. Yeah. Wasn't there a guy that just for, for resale purposes only? Because I know like, you know, maybe there's this older lady who her husband has passed away or something like, hey, I'm just getting rid of his golf clubs. Um, there's a YouTube channel. I can't remember what it's called that they, they do this. They go to garage sales and they find oh, yeah, yeah, Zach, yeah, they yeah. find unreal club deals and resell them. Yeah. Well, are they the guys that somebody found a full set of Vokey wedges, a Scotty Cameron, and then the rest of the clubs were fine, but just those together were all like worth a grand or yeah. some shit. And they got mm -hmm. it for like 40 bucks yeah. <laughs> or pawn shops. Too. Yeah. I'll yeah. drive by a pawn shop. I'm like, God. <laughs> pull over now, pull over. No, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope one day when I die, Becca doesn't sell my new PXGs for 40 bucks. 
I got to give her like an appraisal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We got to get these. Not, at, when I'm dead and got nothing less than than this right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, and I mean, just on the PXG top, we'll we'll bring you guys through the bag. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll the bags, do it. It's very different from what we used to have. Like, oh, yeah. Well, we kind of already did. We just didn't tell them the brand. Yeah. We told them exactly what's in the bag. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Like I, I skipped out on the three wood. I went with the driving iron mm-hmm. instead. Hit can hit it good. When right you, now when you hit it right you hit it really good but two out of ten times i can get her to go about 260 yeah um so now we just need to work on those other eight and what the fuck's happening there <laughs> but that's a personal problem um to say the least what i think is kind of wild tyler is that golf is like one of the only sports that you have to like fully furnish your own gear yeah so think about it like Every other sport, like you go to a, you go to a gym, typically they have balls there that you can shoot with mm-hmm. or you um, there's a bucket of baseballs at the field that you can hit with all this kind of stuff. Usually don't buy your own helmet. Usually don't buy your own jersey. Golf is like from head to toe and everything in between you are buying yourself. That's and I think point. that's why it, it people it's like the stigma of golf is this really expensive sport which it can be well like football would be really expensive if you had to buy your own helmet and shoulder pads yeah i mean hockey mm-hmm. like men's league hockey might be one of those sports too where you hockey's up there for sure because yeah. just sticks and skates in general mm-hmm. cost more than i would i paid all of high one year of sticks yeah. and skates and hockey cost more than i paid all of high school for wrestling 100 percent, mm-hmm. and i'll like Men's league hockey, you're probably buying your own gear. You're not like renting gear. You played anything. hockey, right? I did not play hockey. Oh, never mind. Played basketball. I was going to say, because uh, do you have to, you don't have to buy your own shoulder pads. I would assume if you're playing men's league, you probably do. Yeah. You, you probably hmm. have to, you have to fully outfit yourself. With hockey I gear. think you buy your own breezers. Yep. I which is so. like the girdle of yep. hockey. Yep. I think you buy your own pads and helmet, don't you? I have no clue. Not you can't like, buy your not own an helmet because it's all like, oh. it's all team based. Maybe shoulder pads, though. I have no idea. I, have no idea. I don't even know if they call them shoulder pads. I don't know shit Just about pads. hockey. Now, with golf, though, think about it in a deeper fashion. Like, even all the way down to your uniform, you're buying yep. everything. Correct. Shoes, shorts, polos, Unless hats, you start clubs, a podcast. bag. Unless you start a podcast and you get a golf ball and club sponsor. <laughs> Just, I mean, <laughs> the Tyler, it took us yeah. four years. It's true. True. We paid for it in blood, sweat, and tears. So I think that's that's one reason why we're really excited about this is because these clubs are now they're they're now one of us. Um, uh, yep, yep. Like you should know your clubs and your gear better, obviously better than anybody else, because you took the time to either go get fitted or go get a general idea of what clubs you should get. Um, I know how to hit this versus that. If I pick somebody else's clubs up, yeah, I could hit the ball, but I'm not going to hit it nearly as mm-hmm. good because now. Mm-hmm. We are one with the clubs. Right. Well, me and my clubs, we're, we're still in that dating phase, getting to know each other. Like I got to get used to swinging actual quality clubs. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing about it, Tyler, because for the next 365 days, mm-hmm. we have a built-in excuse of we have new clubs, still figuring mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so far, so good. There's just been a few mental errors. Played two rounds of them. Yep. And they were bachelor party rounds, so it was more so like, let's just see what these babies got mm-hmm. in them. Yeah, and like my my biggest struggles were with the wedges, and that was mostly because I was so hungover I was shaking. <laughs> 
So yeah. zero touch Jeez. from Tyler. Not even another yeah. dr- another drink didn't even fix that. No, I, I had Typically, several to try to fix it. <laughs> so I was just shaky and drunk at that point. Typically, if you just get back on the get back on the train the next day, it like kind of levels itself out. Uh, but you, it did not usually. at all. It did not. But we also witnessed a hole in one day too. That was from the most sweet. sober person there. Literally, one hundred percent sober. Been sober his entire life. Okay, Tyler. Okay, Ryan. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back, and uh, I want to review the wedding weekend real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miles got married last weekend, so a couple uh, small tidbits that um, I really enjoyed, as a lot of you do know already. And then uh, we'll wrap things up for you guys with a little uh, things new golfers shouldn't do. Because there's, I know there's a lot of new golfers. You're about to break into your first ever spring season of golf, and there's some do's and don'ts out there as a newbie. So be right back. All right, guys, before we get into the next segment, three for one. What more do we have Holy to say? Holy fuck. Okay, start that over. No. Mark that, Jake. <laughs> Jesus. You can keep going. I just drank the hottest drink of coffee I've ever had in my entire life, dude. So I got to start drinking iced. Bruh. You know what else is icy? You know what that felt like, Ryan? That felt like the hot fucking deals on unioningreen.com. So you that was can all get, an act? No, it actually burned the shit out <laughs> oh. of my tongue. And I was, I was trying to weasel it in so I didn't have to edit too much of this out. All right, keep going. Um, Let us hear it. Unbelievably hot deals on uniongreen.com. You can get four dozen balls for like eleven ninety nine <laughs> a box. A box, yeah, it's fucking But nuts. you got to go in, you get three boxes, and you get one free. This is all of the, the T-Birds. T-Birds, yep. Three boxes of T-Birds. You get a fourth for free. And then you throw on the promo code double bogey 20 on top of it. That brings it down to like eleven ninety nine per box, Ryan. Um, we did a closest to pin uh, last week. Uh, Pain, co- comes out today. Yeah, Payne's Valley number 19. And this is off camera afterwards. I was hitting you a couple got cut. balls. <clears throat> it was Sagar. Oh, we cut it. Oh, you got cut out, Trevor. Trevor Damn. was in one and then we cut him out. Yeah, we, we did it again because we're like, <laughs> ah, yeah, you're out, Trev. Um, it is. We'll maybe get you in on the next one, though. Yeah. But um, I had the, I, <laughs> this is this is the pin drop. Payne's Valley number 19 tracking right at the hole. Landed about yep. seven yards in front. I mean, I mean, I'm mean, in here by myself. Tracking. Yeah, this is because hits the pin and like dead center pin and bounces straight left. And I fucking <laughs> lost my shit. And I didn't know how to react because I mean, no one else is watching. And everyone else in the office is probably like, did this guy just like hit himself in the head no. with a ball or well, what's it going is, on Ryan, here? we had all we had all left it was the yeah, shoot classic was Ryan like we finished the shoot and Ryan's like I'm just gonna keep doing this yeah and then we hear this for come from across the office oh <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty accurate actually I mean I wish that would have went in dude yeah and then you would have had to take mm-hmm. that that union green pin job put it up on your wall in a and case your first ever hole in one simulator hole in one but it is your first ever one yeah I mean how many people like I still feel like the amount of people who have at simulator hole-in-ones is still not that many. Right. Like, yeah, you, you can't go around telling people you got a hole-in-one. You got to say, I got a hole-in-one on a simulator. But it's still like not many people are doing it. No. And and yes, outside you're bat- battling the weather conditions, whatever those may be. But in the simulator, you're battling te- the technology. You don't know. Mm-hmm. In real life, you have a better idea of where you need to land the ball. Whereas the simulator is like, you don't know where you, you need just to aim right. It just aims you at the pin and it says, good luck. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, guys, three for one deal. $11.99 a box when you use promo code double bogey 20. 
And if you go to uniongreen.com and try and buy a pork caddy, you can't. Yeah, because you sons of bitches bought all of them. They're out of stock. Whites the- and blacks. Yes. So we'll uh, we'll keep you posted. We'll get an update on when those are back in stock. But for now, you can't get them. So you might as well go there and get four dozen balls for $11.99 a box. Double bogey 20 at uniongreen.com. Tyler. Check it out. Miles got married this last weekend. He did get married this last weekend. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a great wedding. I, I took my notes to give my wedding review. I have some complaints. Okay, good. Um, good. But we'll save those for You Bet Your Radio, which can be found where all podcasts can be found. And Ryan and I are both on it predominantly. Which is tough because um, during your wedding review, Becca wasn't there. Yeah, and he's going to have and Ann now, here. That's yeah, bullshit. I know. that That is some bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I guarantee you wouldn't say anything about your wedding either if Meg was in the room. Correct. Correct. Fucked. I'm still <laughs> letting it rip, and I'm going to text Anne all the things I mean and don't mean. Okay, good. As long Jeez. as you can clear things up after the fact. Yep. Um, but biggest thing, so I was a groomsman in the wedding, mm-hmm. and my wife goes like, okay, well, what time do you need to be there on Saturday? I'm like, well, I got to be there at 9 a.m. She's like, 9 a.m.? Why are you going to be there at 9 a.m.? <laughs> Honey, there's a reason I have to be there at 9 a.m. <laughs> Why are my golf clubs in the pickup already? There's a reason my golf clubs are in the pickup already, because the groom suite at the venue had a simulator, which is such a smart move by them. Yes. Like this venue. It's nice. Great idea. Yeah, it's it's a very nice venue. And it also gives the owners of the venue. They're big golfers. Yeah, big golfers. So why not have it? I mean, it's essentially just like a mini. It's like a mini bar in there. Mm hmm. Well, I, I stuck my head in there once because Ryan needed me to pick some stuff up for him. And I had to like go in this secret door to give Ryan his stuff. I opened the door. I thought I was about to get shot. <laughs> Miles' dad Daggers. was in there. His mom was in there. I walk in. I'm like, hey, I'm looking for Ryan. And I just got fucking. <laughs> they murdered me with their eyes. I was like, <laughs> take the stuff. I got to get out of here. Yeah, I just want to come hit a couple wedge shots. What's yeah. wrong with that? <laughs> that was tough. Um, but anyway, really yeah. cool room. Simulator looked great. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the reason we got there at 9 a.m. was because we, all, we wanted to play a round of 18 before mm-hmm. we had to start getting ready. We had to start getting ready at noon, so um, we had three teams of two, six guys total. We played alternating shot, um, stroke play, and we were able to finish 17 out of the 18 holes in three hours, and we were kind of, you know, pussyfooting around, like mm-hmm. going, to get, going to get beers and like steaming shirts and shit like that, so it was more is a really casual round, but man... If you guys have been listening for a while, you know how I feel about golf at weddings. And (laughs) this was this better or worse than just being a guest and going golfing at the course. Well, this it it in some ways it was better. In some ways it wasn't. Obviously, I wasn't outside. Mm -hmm. And but at the same time, the wedding that I did golf at, we only golfed one hole. We golfed like three times. Mm Now, this one, I mean, we played a full 18, had the clubs there. Um, guys in the wedding party didn't bring theirs, so they were swinging the PXGs. And I can't tell you the amount of times I'm like, fuck, you hit that one good. You might have to get yourself a set of these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got so, a couple look backs. Like, they would hit one. They'd look at me with big eyes and be like, wow, that was a nice shot. I'm like, you're damn mm-hmm. right it was. Mm-hmm. Proof's uh, in the pudding. Did you ever have anyone like, actually, they're all pretty good golfers. Yeah. Like, God, I can't remember who I was letting swing my club the other day, and I was just, like, <gasps> biting my knuckles. Cause, Here? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. It was it was, was nerve-wracking, though. Um, So that was that was a great way to kick off just the day in general. You get there, you golf 18, well, 17. You golf 18, 
you start getting ready. Vibes are high mm -hmm. because like the best part of the day is like showing up and just kind of the anticipation of like starting to get ready, get your clothes on, all that kind of stuff. It was, it was elite. Now the next, I mean, wedding went great, all that kind of stuff. Next day, boys were down bad, down really bad actually. <laughs> and it brings me to, to my next point. Uh, the Valspar was on Sunday morning, final round. Some good contention at the top. Mm -hmm. But I will say, Tyler, golf is one of the best sports to watch when you're hungover. Is it the best sport to watch when you're hungover? I will argue that it is the best sport to watch hungover. I, I think, I, so here's my, I, here's my argument for football. Football is the sport that I watch hungover the most out of any other sport, hands down. Every Sunday, my ass is planted in front of the TV. I, I watch the Vikings, and then I watch every single other game that's on from there on out. Golf, on the other hand, even if I'm hungover, I'm only catching the big events. Okay. So I think that's where I might throw it to football because I think more people are watching football hungover. Where golf, though, it is relaxing, and I'm trying to relax. Yeah. That's my argument mm -hmm. back to you is... Um, the, I mean, the commentary can put you to sleep sometimes. Oh, it has. Mm -hmm. And I mean, what more does a guy want than to lay on the couch and to potentially be able to fall asleep and then wake up on hole 17 to catch the last mm -hmm. like True. possible playoff? Because like you got to take a nap when you're hungover. Exactly. And I'm not mm -hmm. napping during a football game because I want to catch everything. If I mm -hmm. fall asleep during a golf tournament and wake up, an hour and a half later, I don't give a shit what I missed. They'll fill me in. And football is very chaotic. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like in terms of, of the play-by-play -play and the crowd cheering and the audibles being called at the line, golf is just like you hear you hear some golf shots and then you hear Jim Nance just like putting you to sleep. Yeah, Jim Nance could put my baby to sleep if I wanted him to. Well, Trevor, I'm in curious a good way, what though. you think as someone who's not even old enough to drink yet. What do you? <laughs> Funny. What do you watch hungover? Um, mostly football. Um, but it's seasonal, right? Obviously, yeah, foot, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine you guys are watching the USFL on, is it on Sundays? That oh, actually might no. be better football to watch hungover because I don't give a shit if I fall asleep Yeah, you can that. fall asleep. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it's usually just football, I think. And it's just kind of seasonal. Um, I don't know, but Paul Allen just screaming at your TV also wakes you up a lot. So the PA's Paul on the radio. Oh, just radio, my guy. But, I mean. Don't. Don't try to Viking explain me. So yeah. you're you got the radio with PA on, then you're watching the game on well, TV, which is a good idea. Yeah. But the <laughs> TVs PA. never matched up with the radio, so you're getting know. spoiled by either the radio or yeah. the TV. But Paul Allen just announces so much better than TVs. He, he does. He does big time. Yeah, he does the preseason games on TV. Mm -hmm. It's great. But I do I do agree with like, golf. Like it's Jim Nance's voice. Like you're very calm. You're not hearing the screams. You're just with your headache pounding, you're like feeling all that. So and golf's a like damn near a full day event. Mm -hmm. Like the first tee times start early, and <clears throat> the last guy to put it in the hole on eighteen is like six five six yeah. o'clock p.m. Yeah. Ten to six. I mean, yeah, you get a little less time on Saturdays and Sundays after the cut, but mm -hmm. yeah, yep, that's usually when I'm yeah. hungover. I'm not typically I'm not hungover on a Thursday or a Friday. Uh, I'm Friday. not. I'm not getting. <laughs> 
I'm not getting blitzed on a Wednesday usually. No, nah, we're almost 30, guys. This yeah. is, life, life has changed a little bit. The bodies are breaking down. <laughs> you know what? You've convinced me. Golf golf is a better sport to watch hungover. I just I haven't been doing it enough. I think I need start. to do it more. And it does. I mean, I, I could be watching like the, uh, I don't know, Cambodian Open. <laughs> <laughs> does that exist? I don't know. It should. But again, that mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter what tournament it mm-hmm. is. I can I can put it on. I can watch some good golf shots, and I can fall asleep and wake up and probably still watch some good golf shots. Yep. I will also say, since the end of the football season, having golf on on Sundays has completely like that's the sport that I watch on the weekends now. Like I, I ever since the waste management, I haven't missed a Sunday like a Sunday of a tournament. Yeah, and Sunday's I, the best day to watch too, unless what? someone's running away with it. But even then, it's still fun. Yeah, and I've never been a pro golf guy, but for some reason. Ever since the waste management, I haven't missed a tournament on Sunday. Yeah, I don't know when I became a pro golf guy either. I mean, obviously, like since we got such in the so in the depths of. I mean, <laughs> well, since we're coworkers with Joel Damon now, true. Yeah, we gotta yeah. follow yeah. him. It's like it's office pride. Yeah, really. And Joel was playing. He was playing this last week. He wasn't mm-hmm. doing hot, but he was he was playing. Yeah, well, just ask him. He doesn't golf good all the time. No, nah, I mean someone's got to be the what twentieth best golfer in the world. <laughs> Seventy eight or something. Whatever. Um, so yeah, that was, that was what my Sunday consisted of. And obviously it changes with a, with a kid. Sometimes you can't take a nap. You got to get up, you got to entertain them. Um, but yeah, if I can lay on the couch Sunday and I can watch the final round of any tournament that is, I'm a happy man. Yeah. I'm with you. You've changed me. You've convinced me. And the only reason I wanted to say football is because I do it so often and I don't do it because I'm hungover. I just happen to be hungover. Mm -hmm. And I will not miss a football game. Yeah, there's the there's dead spots in golf commentary, whereas football is like is like there's no really no dead space. Right. And here's another thing, too. I fucking hate the commercials during football games. Whopper, whopper. Uh, God, like that that was a fun moment (laughs) for for two weeks. But golf, golf commercials are so much better. Way better. Like the, the the variety, which I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but there's hardly any repeats during a golf event. Yeah, until during a, football, uh, they do the fucking Whopper commercial every break. <laughs> yeah, until a PXG commercial yeah. comes on, and it, you're trying to take a nap. <laughs> Kaboom! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Let's go to the simulator. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I want to get fucked up on Saturday and watch golf all Sunday. Yeah, that's probably what I'll be doing already. Okay. Um. What we really wanted to dive in, though, Tyler, was um, things that beginner golfers shouldn't do. Yes. Yeah, we know that that spring is approaching, not rapidly for us, because it's going to snow every goddamn day for the next week. Um, But spring is right around the corner. A lot of people are going to be out there golfing for the first year or their second year. And there's a bunch of shit I wish I knew going into it as far as the do's and don'ts. As, as a new golfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like one of them right off the bat for me is all the little rules. Okay. Like the little unwritten yeah. rules, like don't walk in someone's line or uh, the don't have your shadow over someone's ball in a putt. Okay. Like stuff like that, I think it is good for people to know. So I want, I want Trevor to start this segment off. Um, My first one would be let people play through. So if you're playing, obviously you're not going to be very good. This is your first or second year. If you see a group waiting on the tee box like a lot, just let them play through. So yeah, put the pride aside. Yeah. Like no one is going to be mad at you for letting them yeah. through. Like no one's going to be like, "Oh, this guy fucking sucks." 
he's letting us play through. He's bad. Yeah. Like, no one's going to do that. No. Unless you're waiting on the group in front of you yep. to, to mm. get their asses moving. I would, I would almost still recommend letting them through. Yeah. So then it's not you. Yeah. So then like there's no blame on you anymore. It's not me slowing you down. Mm -hmm. It's these guys. Go see for yourself. Play (laughs) on through. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Um I haven't let it we haven't really let people play through too often. I think because we're getting better. (laughs) Right. Once you get like I would say once you get like three, four years into it, then you really don't have to worry about that anymore. So I'll tell you right now, it's not this isn't long term like God, how many groups are we gonna have to let play through today? It's it's mm-hmm. it's only the beginning. Well, then mm-hmm. one, it's also too, not necessarily even skill, but it, it's also just familiarity with the game and the course, and yeah, and understanding like, all right, I gotta hit this club instead of sitting there and wondering. You're asking your buddy what club to use. Like the more you play golf, the more you know what to do, so mm-hmm. you speed your shit up. Yeah. Oh, well, I think it's important to play with people that know the game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So if you're somebody who's been golfing for a while, don't be afraid to bring someone who has only played for a year or two because they're looking for a guy like you to kind of teach them the ins and outs of the game, to mm-hmm. teach them the, the the etiquette. And odds are like, hey, you might have to just pick your ball up and go play where your partner's playing at, but then you're not going to have to let people play through. So then you can get pace of play going. And it's this whole thing. Um my first thing to not to do as a beginner golfer is to golf as a solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that either. I don't know if I, I well, mean, I have done that once or no, I, I have man, maybe once or twice even now, but you know what? Actually, I want to, I want to switch sides here. Cause that's exactly how I started to actually love golf. I was, no, 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 sorry. What I meant is don't go, don't join another group of golfers as a solo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 100% on board yep. with that. So, okay. Yeah. Yes. Golfing as one person in a group as a beginner golfer isn't a bad thing at all because then you can kind of just like you can go at your own pace. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can play whatever. You can screw up and no one's going to look at you like, hey, what the hell are you doing? You're out there to figure it out yourself. Yeah. Um, so one thing to not do as a beginner golfer is to join another group as a solo. You don't get a solo tee time on a Saturday morning at 930 because you're going to get paired with three people that are out there to play good golf. And and like even if you, you're not doing anything wrong by it, but they're going to be a little bit annoyed They're that you're going to feel guilty that you're slowing down these people. And it's just it's overall it's just going to kind of ruin your mood. Correct. Yep. And like no one's going to be like fuck you you're mm. shitty but like the you're you're not going to be able to relax out there because you're going to feel like you need to keep them keep pace with them you're going to feel like you're you're ruining the time for them i don't know and that could just be me but i think that's that's the reason not to do that no i would agree and you're going to slow their pace of play down too yeah which again if you're not playing at the correct pace of play as a beginner that's okay mm-hmm. it like don't beat yourself up about, uh, over that um, but I wouldn't recommend joining another group as a solo because number one, you don't know them. Number two, they 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 probably just want to go out and play their own round, plays a, mm-hmm. ca- a casual round, good pace of play, proper etiquette. You just don't you don't have that yet, right? So go play mm-hmm. with some buddies who are maybe a little bit more skilled than you and like know the rules and also add, just ask questions. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. what's proper etiquette yep. on the green? All right. Well, number one, if you stick one on the green, fix your your pitch mark yeah don't <laughs> don't say divot <laughs> um don't walk across somebody else's line mark your ball 
pull the ask somebody if you want them to pull the pin. Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Um, mine is going to come as no surprise to you guys, and it, it it stems off of someone in this office who started golf in the last six months and thinks he's a fucking wizard. Things that new golfers shouldn't do is give any other golfers advice. <laughs> There's a guy here who, I'm not kidding you, he started golf six months ago, and he's watched YouTube videos, he went to a couple lessons, and he's out here shelling out advice like it's free fucking coupons outside the mall. Jeez. I have been told by two people in this office now that they were getting swing tips from this specific person no longer than two weeks ago. Yeah. What? Like, can you imagine in any other profession, someone with that little of experience trying to give advice? All right, you got your 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 technician that hands the scalpel to a surgeon, and he's like, hey, doctor, I think that you should be cutting over here instead. I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because video t- like in, in what world is it okay to have almost no experience whatsoever and just be dishing it out to people who have tons of it. Because you got two lessons. Yeah. And you've watched a lot of videos. Like, I've gone to a ton of lessons. Have you heard any of the things he taught me? Tried, I've, I haven't given anyone any advice for my, my lessons. Well, because it's a lesson for you. It's not a lesson for you to teach other people. Right. And I also have yeah. no credentials. I have no credibility whatsoever. Like, maybe the... I'll tell you to... Keep your head down, <laughs> you know, but I'm not out here being like, hey, you got to get your hands through better. I noticed in your backswing, you're doing this, you're doing that. And like, I'm not giving you that advice because I know I'm not qualified to. So mm-hmm. just know your place, yep. know your place and, and that you will keep moods higher because the last thing Ryan wants to hear is advice on how to fix his shit from someone who's worse. <laughs> when I heard that he was giving unsolicited advice as a six month golfer who has had two lessons and now has new clubs too, even better. (laughs) uh, My head immediately dropped. And I hope he is in the next room listening right now. No, I think he's upstairs. Fuck. (sighs) Yeah. That's my, my that's tough. Midwest passive aggressive way of getting him to stop was to do this segment (laughs) loud enough for him to hear. Just hope he overdoes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. And I cringed hard. Well, like, think about that, dude. Like, I'm going to go. Well, what's a great example here? I'm going to go to a banker and tell him how to f- um, finance a loan. Yep. Like, hey, I think Boom. you should do it like this. Yep. Like, what do you know? I mean, I have a credit karma on my phone. So. <laughs> That's like someone out here trying to tell me how to print hats. Yeah. You imagine if I went over there, Ryan, and told you that maybe you should try doing well, it may- like this. Maybe you printed like. Let's just say you printed 500 hats in the last week and then you try and coach me on it. Mm-hmm. And then you've printed tens of thousands. Correct. Yeah. So it's a, it's a really tough scene. And I, I, I took the time to tell those guys like, Hey, just be careful what you listen, what, what, what you listen to coming out of his mouth. Um, because it's unnecessary mm-hmm. to put Very. it, to put it plain, <laughs> Plain Jane, it's so unnecessary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and my next, uh, my next thing that beginner golfers shouldn't do is if you're out with buddies who are trying to teach you the game or you're just, it doesn't matter. Don't get upset. Don't get overly upset at bad golf shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because 
you're going to ruin it for the guys who are with you. They're going to be like, why, like, why is this guy getting so mad? And if you do that with me, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, Hey, how often do you play? And if you tell me once a week for the last four months and that's it, I'm going to be like, well, no shit. You're hitting back golf shots. <laughs> how often do you practice? I don't practice. I just I practice. golf on Saturday morning. If you, get, if you get pissed about blowing a putt by or leaving one short from 10 feet, I'm going to say, hey, how often you hit the putting green? Never. I just hit the driving range. Okay, then don't get overly And they only up- swing driver. Correct. Mm-hmm. Don't get overly upset at bad golf shots, especially as a beginner, because it's going to happen. And if you start doing that, you're going to make a worse time for everyone else you're golfing with. Right. And I think it's also important to note, it's okay to be the guy that golfs once a week on Saturday mornings and only hits the driver on the driving range as long as you're not the one getting upset about your performance. Like you can go out there just to have fun and drink beers and and be that guy that golfs once a week or once a month. Yeah. As long as you're not ruining it for everyone else by being surprised at how bad you're playing. Just Mm -hmm. internalize it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You you can get mad at yourself inside. Like let's just say you hit a bad drive with the tee box. You hit a massive slice. I'm cool with you like turn around and be like, God came way over the top on that one. It's like, okay, like at least mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. what, at least you understand what happened there instead of like, Jesus Christ, I can't even hit a straight dry one, man. Dude, once a week, four mm-hmm. months. That's all I got to say mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Yeah, just just stay in your lane. Know, yep. know your talent. Do mm-hmm. not get overly upset at bad golf shots. Plain and simple. Yep. I've actually got one that I'm glad that I did real quick is uh, I didn't keep score for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started. Can't count that high or what? No, I just didn't keep score. I like, I just, when I would go out, I would go out to play with my dad or whatever. And we would just go out to hit the ball around and have a good time. And that was it. And that then, does make a guy feel good. Not yeah. knowing your score. Like, cause it, it also makes those bad shots not feel as worse, yeah. you know? Cause it's just like, I'll just get to go up there and mm-hmm. hit another one. And it does not matter. Yeah. Did not matter what you shot or anything like that. I'm, I'm on board with that. Mm-hmm. I get heavily on board with that. Yeah. Cause I think one of the big things about like learning golf is that, um, like, especially at the beginning, you can feel like you're not improving a whole lot, right? Well, if you don't keep score, there's no metric to see if you're improving or not. And yeah. then eventually, once you get comfortable on the course and you start keeping track, you're probably well enough into learning golf that you are improving pretty rapidly. And then you can actually see that like payoff in your score and stuff like yep. that. Because there's been a lot of rounds where I start to keep score and wish I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the best rounds are, oh, the okay. best rounds are yeah. when we go shoot videos and don't keep score. Yeah, we do play pretty good. Um, another one, pretty low hanging fruit should be pretty obvious, but I have seen people that apparently have never heard this before. If you are a new golfer, don't play the fucking tips. What are you doing back there? Go play whites, go play reds. No Mm -hmm. one cares. No one is going to judge you for playing the up tees. If you play the backs and it's your first time in a year. No, I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, yeah. You don't have anything to prove. I'm probably not going to get invited back. I've okay. literally never seen somebody asked to play whites and been like, what a pussy. I've yeah. never been like, oh, thank God. I kind of yeah. wanted to play whites too. Yeah. yeah. And like, Ryan, if you come to me and you're like, hey, man, I'm stoked. I shot, I shot a 75 this weekend. I'm never going to ask you, well, was it whites, reds, or tips, or what was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think a big thing too with that, Tyler, is like, um, like as a beginner golfer, 
if you're playing with God, well, okay. I might backtrack myself on this one. But let's just say you're playing with guys who play blues and they deserve to play blues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you go the route of like, hey, I'm going to play blues with you guys, but is it cool if like I scramble with your shots? So like you hit a shot, you pick it up, you go hit from another buddy's shot. That's going to give you the, I feel like that gives you a little bit of confidence on a course playing with guys who are playing blues and are decent at playing blues um, to be, you know, hitting out of more fairways than more trees and mm-hmm. hitting out of um, hitting out of, you know, more pitch shots from 50 out versus bunker shots from 50 out or whatever. Um, I don't think it's a bad option to play those farther back tee boxes if you agree to scramble the shots. Yeah, I think it's fine, too. I mean, it, it is a different story. If you got th- you're in a group of four, the three guys are legitimately should be playing tips, and you just want to play with them for convenience sake. Yeah, it's just like don't be afraid to take a free drop. Agree. Like, you don't even yeah. necessarily have to scramble, but if you throw it in the woods, just fucking drop in the fairway, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna come drop up by they, you. They don't mm-hmm. care. They no. they also they love hearing that. Oh fuck yeah, yeah he's gonna drop up by me. Yep. Then, we, then we can get this whole going. I can get mm-hmm. keep momentum going. I don't have to wait yep. for him to hit out of the trees or yep. whatever. And then I also don't think that's going to be the end of the world if they're playing tips and you say, I'm going to play whites. Nope. I don't think they're going to give a shit too much either. Yeah. No. Take Just take the cart. Also, maybe just get your own cart that day. Yeah. Yep. Um, but then it kind of, you, you lose the vibes of like cart talk with your buddies mm-hmm. and shit like that. But yeah, getting your own cart and like just driving up to the whites or the reds while everyone else is playing blues or the tips. Mm-hmm. It's completely mm-hmm. fine. It has been one of, it was one of my favorite things of the bachelor party is we all just unanimously agreed that we're playing whites together. No, we're playing blues together instead yeah. of, but this had like two more T's on the back. Yep. So like whites and it was reds, whites, blues, golds, blacks or something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we just all agreed we weren't playing back. God, no. Mm-hmm. I don't like playing back. Me either. I like to see the ball. I, I like a 70 yard wedge shot better than 120 mm-hmm. yard wedge mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Trevor, what do you got? Um, I got one more. Uh, don't be afraid to go play like the nine hole courses or even par three courses. Don't have to always play eighteen. Just go play nine. Yeah, the driver par three courses are great. You yeah. don't have to slam your driver all no. the time. No, I started at the par three course, and that's how I got into golf so much. So, well, that probably helped you a ton because mm-hmm. for so many people that are just casually getting into it, they start with I want to hit the ball super far. Yep. They get good at the driver and suck at everything else. Mm-hmm. Doing it in reverse is actually going to help your game so much yep. more. Irons, wedges, and putting right away, and then driver later. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, in an actual round of golf, you'll you may hit your driver fourteen times because if there's that. two par threes on the front and the back. Um, you might have a, a short dog leg to where you can hit driver unless you cut the trees. You're not that good yet. Mm-hmm. So at most, you're going to hit your driver fourteen times. On the other hand, you're going to hit hit irons and wedges probably forty to fifty times. Yep. Mm-hmm. So and you're going to putt. <laughs> at least 18 times well you could hold out you I could guess. Hold out. Yep. if you one you're putt, gonna two putt though yep. so yeah you hold out and then you two putt the next one cancels itself out yep. so like i would say on average roughly you're gonna putt 30 ish times yeah mm-hmm. yep that's a good one um yeah dial the irons and wedges you're gonna hit those and if the driver's not on which it probably won't be because you're just starting out. I, we still haven't figured drivers put out. Put it away. Yeah, put it away. Hit irons because you've been yeah. doing that on par three courses anyway. Oh, quick little PXG plug, though. Like, I was expecting, like, you hear about their irons all the time. Driver's my favorite fucking club in that bag, too. Me, too. Me, anyway. too. Nine-degree loft. About <laughs> 14 degree loft. Jesus. It's a 12, and then they cranked it up, too, for me because I have absolutely no launch angle on my drive. I do now, though. 
do now because they, they cranked it way up. Let's fucking go. Um, this is my last one. This is more just a just a classic vibe check. Um, <laughs> if you're out with your buddies golfing, you're a beginner, and it doesn't matter what they are. If you're a beginner, buy the first round of the Bev cart. That's such a good piece of advice mm-hmm. because it don't stiff anyone on the Bev cart. Always be the first to do it. Because the one thing that you can do good in the game of golf is pull your wallet out and buy a round for the rest of your buddies. You know why? Because you could be holding up pace of play. Your etiquette could be completely off. But they're going to remember that round that you bought them at the Bev cards on hole number six or hole number 14 or whatever. That's one thing that you can control. And that's one thing that you can succeed at. Everyone on the golf course can succeed at one thing. And that's purchasing a beverage at the golf course. Purchasing a beverage at the Bev cart. Like like you said, you could break every single rule we mm-hmm. just said. But if you're the guy buying beers, no one cares. Nope. You're, Nobody cares. That, all they're going to remember is like at the end, I'm like, dude, can I get you back for the beer? Is that yeah. cool? And like, no, 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 don't worry about it, man. I was holding you up like, oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a great, that's a great like unwritten, unwritten rule for beginner golfers is like, piece of that golf etiquette is to maybe pick up a round for the mm-hmm, boys mm-hmm. or maybe just like buy like buy a six pack yep and offer everyone else a beer that that's that might be the best advice you've ever given yeah thank you mm-hmm. i don't have any more i'm out None. jake any i'm fresh out of it i'm uh, so mad at you advice let's that's end on fine. that one before tyler kills jake <laughs> um guys we're almost there another probably about six months until the snow melts <laughs> hey, we'll get um, to golf in july yeah that's fine and by that time it'll be winter again so i mean i'm gonna get, gonna get really used to this simulator here i'm gonna mm-hmm. get really fucking good on this simulator mm-hmm. uh but anyway episode one what do we what do we 29 agree what do we agree on though xavier Rhodes. xavier Rhodes episode the one xavier roadie i don't know any other 29 roads closed bert blylevin maybe I don't know. I'll uh, Google it. B. Blylevin. Um, yeah. Uh, Episode one, Roads Closed. We appreciate all you guys. This PXG, this club deal would not have happened if you guys weren't sending it to your golf group chats. If you guys weren't. Eric ta- Dickerson, Eric Berry, Catfish Hunter, Sam Madison, Rod Carew, Ken Dryden, Adrian Beltre. Tyler, I was balls deep into a great outro. <laughs> I had to get more than Xavier Rhodes with the Vikings. That's all you need. People are okay. expecting. You started this whole trend, and they're expecting better from us now. Well, I'll try again on the outro next week. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Hey, you piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs>